listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Baby girl, what you doing? Where your mans? I just popped a Zan 50,000 in Japan. I ain't doing no plans. These red bottles, not no vans. And she telling all her friends I might put them on the ground. Hey, baby girl, what you doing? Where your mans? I just popped a Zan 50,000 in Japan. I ain't doing no plans. These red bottles, not no vans. And she telling all her friends I might end up on the ground. Baby girl, what you doing? What's your name? I ain't play no game. See these diamonds in my chain? Smoking Mary Jane. Yeah, I took it to the brain. And she fucking for the frame. So I fuck, so I fucked her in my range. Ooh. Skirt, skirt. Got that, got that money to the top. Never stop. Ooh. Mixing red with walk. Used to sell that boy. Re, used to sell that boy re-rock. Re-rock. That's a spelling error. Ooh. <laughs> but in the main but i'm the man cuban diamonds dance had to fuck a friend i might put him on the gram hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we are live on a tuesday mm-hmm. on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate that shit okay the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball at bullet ball extreme um so uh let's just get right into the podcast i don't think we're sponsored today i forgot to check before the show started and i should probably do that to make sure we get our money but um yeah uh, <laughs> you can find uh you can leave us those five-star reviews though we appreciate that itunes and stitcher okay it's easy to leave them on stitcher if you go online and if you uh leave it on itunes you just need to download itunes or get it on your apple device and uh leave it there so yeah we appreciate y'all to take the time out to do that um, oh cool it's not sponsored this week okay cool um before we get started uh i have some uh quick random thoughts they're not gonna be long mm-hmm. uh first of all uh i've been you know uh since i've lost my weight i've actually i've held on to some clothes that actually you know i had got too big for and i'm putting some of them back on and i'm not even gonna lie it feels so good to put some of that stuff back on and it's not like squeezing you to death i'm not even gonna lie and then I had a um, strapless bra that I hadn't been able to wear in years. And I'm another day I was like, you know what? Let me put it on. Look, y'all gonna get all these arms now. I can wear my strapless bra again. <laughs> y'all gonna be getting all the shoulders and all the back, all <laughs> them back empty rows. You gonna be seeing them all. You ain't got to look. <laughs> all I know is that it makes me feel good. So that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, and so I was happy to, to, uh, to see that. So now I can, you know, pull out the summer dresses and all that stuff. And so I'm gonna have a ball. And also, your mama had given me a, uh, a sports bra. And this one of the best, I have never seen a sports bra like this. This is a sports bra where it, it actually hooks all the way down in the front. It, it just, um, you know, the hooks is in the back. It's just all the way down the front. So I put it on the other day. And it is one of the best, they're expensive, but it's one of the best bras ever. It makes you want to take a, I wanted to take a quarter if I could have found one and bounce it on my chest to see how far I would go. That shit had my titties looking pretty and I liked it. And they, but I just, they went going nowhere. Their bra was like, I got your titties. I got all the titties. And it was like, uh, yeah, you going to yoga class today? Mm-hmm. You won't be shaking and jiggling for nobody. 
okay was, was those both the random thoughts or? Mm-hmm. okay yeah um but yeah I, obviously you know i'm proud of you for losing the weight and keeping it off and uh accomplishing your goals and stuff you know i know the braces are gonna start to come off soon so that'll be a whole nother thing but um you know you're doing it over there being body goals and uh fine auntie and all that stuff i know i know and uh uh, they told me like 18 to 24 months you know give or take so i didn't know how long you know i was going to be you know have my braces on yeah and because i didn't have any major overbites or underbites and i didn't have i had all my adult teeth when you have like baby teeth that takes a little longer when you have teeth that are really twisted that takes a little longer um uh when you have uh teeth that kind of grow on top of each other that takes longer too so i didn't have any of those other issues other than i just had to have like eight teeth removed and once the teeth removed everything else flowed smoothly i know when i went uh because you have to go once a month so I, I went to my appointment last week and he did this little thing a little it felt like a saw it didn't hurt but it felt like he was actually like sawing in my teeth because i was tasting like sawdust i was like what is this he was like you're gonna hear this sound it's not gonna hurt because the the uh i'm at like the last stages so what he was doing he was making room for the teeth for my last few teeth to actually line up right because now i'm to the point where you closing up gaps and actually causing the teeth to actually come together a little bit better um and so i mean because the gaps aren't big but we're closing like the little smallest gaps so i'm uh very excited about that i'll be excited i get to eat again and i have to pluck all the food at the back of my mouth you know i'm looking forward to that um some habits i probably would keep for a while like now i'm used to eating in smaller portions right you know because you can't shove everything in your mouth anymore so like when you're on the public people think something wrong with you but like you know with certain types of pizza and things like that mm-mm, i'd be slicing and chopping with a knife and fork i was like nah buddy i'm not gonna be be three hours trying to get that gunk from between my teeth and so for me i know i've been uh, with my braces i normally i normally can eat anything i eat popcorn and all that stuff i just stayed away from very very sticky gooey stuff because that's the stuff to kind of get caught and kind of pull them apart but overall my braces have been it's it's been um pretty smooth only thing is is when you get them um uh now they i I call it a shoestring but it's not a shoestring to actually tighten up like your your last few spots they actually take this wire and they kind of wire around and pull it real tight so now i can actually feel my teeth moving as i sleep because it's getting to like the last stages so i'm excited to get them off you know pretty soon i don't you know they said three months give or take but you know i am excited and i do the retainers and all that good great stuff so yes honey i done lost this weight and my teeth gonna be shiny honey y'all ain't gonna know what to do with me how long have you had the braces uh it'll be two years in december so it hadn't been quite two years okay well um yeah good i'm glad to see uh everything's working out and i know i'm actually gonna uh go see a dietitian at the end of the month because um you know they have like nutritionists dietitians and stuff like that to kind of help with my stuff um it's it's weird because um i think i said on the podcast about that the trip i took to the doctor did i say it on here uh-huh. or maybe it was on uh it, it was, it was on probably on pre-game. Uh, 
nah i was i said it a nick jew okay and, uh what's the t okay nick jew and reggie mm-hmm. um but i had a doctor's appointment you know everybody knows my anxiety around the doctor i've talked about it before on the show mm-hmm. um but you know i had a doctor's appointment uh last month or whatever and you know same thing i had to visualize it you know i hate like going to the doctor i get anxious um you know sometimes i just downright want to cancel or postpone you you know like uh i think the last time i I like postponed it for like a week just almost like to get my mind right you know just like hey can i actually move this appointment to next week or whatever um and so i go i end up going to the doctor um and you know everything was fine like all my vitals are fine and shit but you know obviously uh i still have my same like goals and still weight loss goals my Mm -hmm. weight fluctuates up and down sometimes um and i lost um i don't know like 20 something pounds or something Mm -hmm. but then i put on like probably like 10 or so so i was like oh shit uh so but uh, that kind of that kind of happens as far as the uh fluctuation yeah but some of it is about discipline so you know like what you eat when you eat um how much exercise stuff like stuff i can control uh i know with the basketball stuff it's kind of hard because kids are out of school um the court is like super crowded on a couple days so i used to go four or five times a week and now i'm down to like three so i need to supplement that with some other type of exercise um i was talking to justin about you know going back to the other wide lifting weights and stuff again and anyway just a whole whole other thing but um it was funny because i scheduled this thing with the nutritionist and it's it's wild because um you know i'm like when can i go see him or whatever and they're like friday morning which i couldn't do because we we're doing balls deep and that was like two weeks ago it's like if you can't do friday morning then it's gonna take to the end of june i was like okay you know whatever i'll make time at the end of june y'all let me know uh but i'm kind of looking forward to what that experience is gonna be like um but i am proud of myself when i went to the doctor because it was such a curveball because they changed the stuff at our office so um now we go to the same doctor me and karen mm-hmm. so now our doctor has um uh like two assistants that be with her um and there were two young like 20-ish uh women and um the doctor just comes in with these two women you know that i've done you know all my stuff with the nurse blood tap pressure mm-hmm. um, you know you get your um um you get your uh temperature taken all that stuff right and so and it's for a physical you know which which is also good i'm down to just going for a physical when before i was going like every three months for you know different stuff like blood pressure you want to mm-hmm. make sure your glucose is right you want to you know all that stuff right um so i was going for those now i'm back now i'm down to like basically go every like once a year or mm-hmm. every six months or so and so uh <laughs> you know she's like you know doing the typical stuff you know we have our talk we have a very great doctor her, her bedside manner is amazing come on now um, she's she, very positive her memory is good she can remember a lot of shit yeah she's very positive um it's also weird because now everybody at the office knows about the podcast um, oh lord <laughs> i know <laughs> i know like they like they all remember me which is wow because they'll just be like oh man what's up with the podcast man you know like all that stuff I didn't know that. yeah all the time even the dude that the blood tech dude he knows <laughs> like we spent like 10 minutes uh because he wanted to talk about who they could put in a new infinity war part two and he actually brought up a website and was going down like the top 10 most powerful 
cosmic characters in 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 marvel history and like who could defeat who and how they could beat thanos and shit and i'm sitting over here like yeah man that's cool bro and then he's like um and then i go to leave and i was like wait a minute you didn't give me the cup to pee in he was like oh yeah that's right man my bad my bad he go i'm like man this brother was hyped to see me man he loved the show and the thing is uh i like that same dude it's a black Mm -hmm. dude right yeah that dude is hilarious because every time I come in there, he normally asks me, have I seen anything? So same thing, we talk about movies. Yeah. And a lot of times we talk about food. Mm-hmm. So I tell him about what I'm cooking and stuff like that. And he'll be like, we would talk about restaurants. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, yeah, I go like first thing in the morning. So I'm like up in that bitch like six something in the morning. Me too. And he'd be just a happy and lucky going. And I, I think some people give him energy. So I think I'm just such a positive person. So he always remember me because I'm like you now. I go like once a year. Yeah, he so he always me remember you and y'all just talk and chit chat and you know why he's drawing the blood and all that stuff. He's a sweet dude. Yeah, a long time ago he asked me what the podcast was about and I was like, well, I, don't, I mean, I'm gonna tell you, but I don't know what kind of political stuff you be on. And I, we kind of got into it a bit, and I mean in a positive way. But right. he was like, oh yeah, man, because f Trump and da da da. I'm like, okay, cool. Anyway, so this dude, uh, you know, but anyway, so during my physical you know every guy knows this i don't know when they do this to women too i assume some manner of it but you know you had that part where they're like all right well take off your clothes and uh strip down to, <laughs> to put on this this sheet mm-hmm. and lay on this sit on this uh thing right and so it's like you know three women in here and they're like yeah so just take off your clothes i'm like uh like right now like are they gonna be here like it's enough of me already in my mind to imagine like my doctor having to look at me naked it's a whole nother thing for like two other motherfuckers in the room that's just taking notes to be over there yeah while i'm naked you know you're right and i think for how can i say this i guess different people function differently i guess for women it's a little different because you know you have to go you have to go if you want birth control like like they require women to go like i mean men definitely go to the doctor less correct but i'm saying i go to the doctor i have anxiety around a doctor it wouldn't matter if i went 20 times a year i still have anxiety Ah, like it's not a matter of i'm not in there enough this shit was new they don't do this every time do y'all all do you do women always have other people in the room not all the time but i have had uh doctors where there was like an assistant like it was like okay well this was the first for me and especially two other people yeah and they just had like a laptop and they was just in there like you know learning and shit yeah and that's, um, that's which is fine it, which yeah. is fine you know but i had to talk I, like she was like we'll go out for a minute and you can change and then we'll come back because mm-hmm. i think she saw us a little bit like what the fuck is this <laughs> What's happening? Like, who are these people? Are they leaving? So I'm like, Like, I know you. I don't know them. So they leaving, and then I had like to talk to myself in my adult voice, like, Rod, this is a, this is for science. They need to learn, and everybody has different bodies, and they're just this is they're gonna need to learn how to treat people like you, and they're gonna, uh, this is uh, she they're documenting her, so she didn't have to take notes, and you know, I had to like talk myself through it for like two or three minutes. And they came back in and, you know, she did all the little, the stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, breathing and all that stuff. Um, she didn't make me turn my head and cough, which was actually kind of a relief, but I don't know if I was supposed to want that. What's that turn your head and cough? Oh, okay. So women don't have to do this, but with men, okay, I'm looking like, with men, they definitely, well, people with penises, they have to do this. They take okay. your, they basically take your balls and they cup them okay and then they make you turn your head and cough and i don't know what that test does but they okay detect something in your dick i don't uh, in your balls (laughs) 
so uh you have to do that kind of stuff um no and i think you know in the age i was also thinking like in the age of me too maybe this would be a thing you know i could see if i was a woman patient and my doctor was a man that could be might be some like i want another person in the room that wouldn't seem to (laughs) but that's kind of like patriarchal and because of how society is and that men are trash come on but i'd never seen it the other way you know but i just i don't know it's just just want to let people know in case y'all had to uh y'all ever thought about this y'all ever had to deal with this at least um y'all know um you can get through it you know what i'm saying yeah so that was kind of my thing is like just get through this shit um and be okay you know so yeah it's it's uh interesting because as you get older like your tests change and so next year i'll be 40 and 40 is when they tell you to start like your uh uh mammograms so i've never had a mammogram before but i've heard people talk about a mammogram oh you've had some no i have not had a mammogram. i have given you many mammograms <laughs> that's every not, night every night that's really. not the same sir no we're gonna be honest and transparent with the audience no, no your I, mammogram and the doctor's mammogram what is you testing for then i give nightly mammograms okay i'm <laughs> out here checking for every lump i can find and uh so far you're doing pretty good so well thank you i'm glad i'm passing your test but mm-hmm. it ain't the same okay you know it's like they take your titties and crush them like a pancake from i'm my board certified but go ahead mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. all right well mm-mm. i have a hundred percent ratio so far mm-mm. so at the ride school are you accredited uh i went to the same school as that that kid that uh, had <laughs> that that tried to steal that car oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. me and him went to the same we graduated from the same foundation same class yeah i, mm-hmm. I, I believe you mm-hmm. um all right so uh speaking of life um i had uh well i had a couple of random thoughts and then i had some shit that happened at the gym today okay the first one i wonder if peacocks wrap their tail feathers up at night before they go to bed you know you ever look at how pretty them feathers be i was looking at some peacocks that was trying to fuck the other day and the dudes like oh lord flash them peacocks like they have like a wave cap or some shit how they keep them feathers so so fresh ain't they gorgeous you know anyway oh uh, and then i the other thing was i felt like i feel like trump is gonna be the black eyed peas of politics <laughs> you know like years from now everybody will claim to not have supported him but it won't really sync up with how fucking popular he was able to get come on same and i don't just mean presidents. i don't just mean presidential election popular because he lost the popular vote i mean just popular as a general state of american popularity like he had multiple tv shows um you know he was he got to fake be a billionaire and then uh people you know do business with him and shit like it's gonna be like the black eyed peas like you never meet people that say i'm a black eyed peas fan Mm-mm. but nigga they performed at like the super bowl and shit what the fuck so are you talking about obviously obviously people somebody was listening to that shit while we all claim not to listen to it mm-hmm. that has some catchy shit i think that's what's gonna happen um so you know and then of course you know obviously there are black eyed peas fans and there will be some people that are proudly trump voters that say I've, i supported him but there's not a, as many as what claim to what the numbers must have been you know for them niggas have so many number one hits it should everybody should be a black eyed peas fan according to them charts come on but we don't claim them i'm just saying uh all right um oh and then i i i i you know i'm a big lebron stan uh he's my favorite player i think he's the greatest player of all time in basketball even better than jordan 
um and then it found out that he broke his hand at the game one of the finals because of jr smith's stupid decision and he was so upset and frustrated he went and punched a whiteboard and broke his hand and he played the rest of the series with a broke hand but he didn't want to say nothing about it because he didn't want to tip off go to state and i do have to give the michael jordan fan something um in in uh in all honesty and being unbiased uh michael jordan never would have broken his hand punching a whiteboard so y'all y'all are right y'all have that one over lebron he would have broke it punching jr smith in the face that's how he would have broke his hand you know just like he did that dude uh steve kerr so he would have just broke it that way so um but continue to protect the legacy of a man that doesn't take pictures with niggas <laughs> anyway um i i was at the gym today speaking of basketball and this is just a, like a, a thing I, I talk about on the show from time to time one because you know we talk about shit like toxic masculinity blah 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 and i think it's mostly an internet phenomenon of people that talk about that kind of thing you don't really see it much in real life especially as um black men you know um there's a lot of you know denial of black privilege these terms and stuff which you know black male privilege and patriarchy and shit which i understand um because in real life these terms don't normally happen or come up much for your everyday joe blow it's kind of like relegated to internet to twitter to social media to facebook academic circles but everybody's not in those circles Mm-mm. there's a lot of people walking around living their day-to-day life you know they go to church this term never comes up in a church nope um you know you hang out with your friends it never comes up with your friends so there's a lot of people that uh this quote-unquote woke shit is not some normal shit anyway no, right it's not because it's not how the average person talks to each other right but frequently man i get disappointed and and people you know people that i think are otherwise cool because they have some well have some fucked up conversations at basketball or something like that you go out with people and today was kind of one of those days now the thing is before i even start i'll preface this with you know i love my brothers i love being black um you know i want the best for us period everything i do when it comes to us is about love period um so i was playing ball with a couple of friends you know dudes i know from the why i won't say their names because i mean not it would matter to y'all but whatever um and so you know i get ready to go to leave you know because i'm gonna eat lunch with karen or whatever and i'm like all right if i don't head out now i'm 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 gonna be like really late and so um they're like oh why you leaving man we good let's play one more game i was like nah i gotta go man i gotta do lunch with my wife it's like oh you do that shit you know and so we're joking we have a joking relationship so they mm-hmm. joking me for like oh right. nigga you about to you about to go eat lunch with your wife and i said yeah man i mean it's better than hanging out with y'all sweaty ass niggas for the next uh <laughs> for the next hour <laughs> i was like if you gotta ask me which of the two i prefer you know what i'm saying so they like making jokes and stuff and um and with the younger dude who's still like maybe college age i'm like uh um i said you should try it sometime man i said don't spend all your lunches in here with these dudes like take take somebody out and he was like man i can't do that i don't got a wife i said man you they don't mean you can't go to lunch with somebody i said like, i wasn't like it ain't even have to be a woman but just you know go to lunch with somebody like this said just get out you know get out a little bit and he was like uh yeah i might do that i said yeah i said you don't gotta take them nowhere expensive you mm-hmm. know i said when i was your age you know I, I knew how to treat a woman you know i'll take her to 
um mcdonald's let her get that extra cheese you know what i'm saying i said take it a, take it a aha we used to do cc's yeah take it a aha get her one of them aha burgers mm-hmm. get her one of them aha burgers you know what i mean like i said let her put that extra bacon on there for what 99 cent come on and, uh the other dude was like that's like 150 now i was like okay 150 you know what i'm saying because you got to treat them like you need them you know what i'm get, saying let, said, let her get let her get a large and upcharge yeah i said get supersize that girl now you know you living you messing with a baller right You're now okay large. you know i take care of mine you know we're just making jokes like that back and forth <laughs> and so um uh one of them and so he was just like i don't know i don't know da 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 and i said oh okay i said as a joke i was like oh is it because um i said you only dating these white girls is that what it is this is some racism and he was like what nah man uh i mean this would be having attitude and i'm like break song right oh he changed the whole fucking conversation the whole mood right right y'all was joking and you're like right breaks on so i'm like uh what and then the other dude agrees immediately like yep you know since the dude we have attitudes i'm like you too like what the fuck is this how did this turn into that it just turned into lunch with my wife uh (laughs) this went from lunch with my wife to and and i was running kind of i was like i have time to leave now but i ended up being late to lunch today because i was like fuck it i'm gonna talk to them as long as it's gotta take right so this is how crazy this conversation was and keep in mind it's a, a mind-bending ridiculous conversation so i'm like what the fuck what does that mean i said he's like sisters had i said he was like yeah you know sisters we have attitudes sometimes or something like that i was like more than white women it was like i mean white women you can take them out control them you know what i'm saying they tell them mm-hmm. what to do i was mm-hmm. okay. i said what fucking white women are you talking about right I was like white women that like call the cops on us at barbecues and fucking you think you're going sipping over them? starbucks and a white woman to cuss you out too and there's like well and he was like well i said have you even dated a white woman because like that stuff often comes from dudes that haven't actually dated anybody that like seriously dated a because women in general it's an insult to white women as well right to turn around and talk about how they're all pushovers and they'll do whatever you tell them to do and shit because mm-hmm. in addition to being unrealistic it also implies some level of docileness that is just not applicable in mass to white women white women have a lot more agency in our society than black women just as a token rule you know like if, if the white woman calls the police and start crying your black ass going to jail and no if hands or buts about it you know so i was like that doesn't even make sense have you dated do, have you do you date white women where's this coming from he's like oh uh, no nah, no nah, I, I dated a white woman a long time ago and she let me do whatever she won't done i said man whatever you probably let her call you the n-word and shit <laughs> you know because i'm still mocking them right because I, I do mock people when i disagree with them oh mm-hmm. uh, and so he's like uh it was like nah man i said but you know dating a white woman just by percentage there's a 53 percent chance she if she voted she voted for trump mm-hmm. i said that's you willing to take that risk with your dick uh and then he was like oh uh, well it's a higher percentage that a black woman didn't even vote i said what are you talking about <laughs> like I, I was like you know that's uh that's not statistically true right like i'm telling you a statistic truth and you're telling me uh something to try to quote unquote win an argument but it gets worse right it gets worse so i'm like um one that's not true black women voted a higher percentage 
than any demographic and they vote more than us i said there's more of a chance one of us voted for trump than any black woman over here Come i on. said and then i stopped and was like did either of y'all vote for trump yo these niggas was like both of them can what nah i didn't even vote now how are you just shitting on black women as saying they probably don't vote both of y'all didn't vote and so i'm like wait both of y'all didn't vote um why not you know what i mean like number one you know what i'm saying like why didn't y'all vote but then two how you dissing black women and y'all both ain't vote uh and it was like oh it's all the same both candidates you know it's whatever i said man so at this point you know I'll, and i i was like listen guys i know i made a lot of jokes with y'all but i am 100 percent serious i'm not smiling i'm not laughing there's nothing funny about this shit right now one y'all gotta cut that shit out talking shit about black women period. and the other and then at this time the dude one of the dudes goes well my wife is black i'm like and you bringing this attitude home every day because he was the one talking about how white women are docile and they do what you tell them and he's like nah i like it because i need to be checked i was like well clearly you need to be checked but does she like checking your ass like what about the labor of that shit how about come home with a positive attitude and that 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 massage noir in your heart and you won't have to worry about her checking your ass you she can save the mental energy and you can save the fucking stupidity like it, it's just it was just a ridiculous thing anyway um but i'm like and then when it comes to voting both of y'all motherfuckers should be voting because one they don't want us to Mm-mm. i said if the fucking uh point of you're not voting is it doesn't matter or some shit like that then why the fuck are they trying to keep us from voting i was like did y'all follow what happened with the supreme court yesterday and mm-hmm. the ruling for ohio where they can purge voting reg- uh registrations if you haven't voted in two years nah man i didn't hear about that i said so if you don't use your right to vote you essentially lose your right to vote you have to go register all over again to vote i said this is the kind of shit they're doing to keep us from going to the polls that shit can change your life way quicker than not voting and just whatever the fuck comes with the wind and i don't i'm not surprised it's attached to the same attitude of dudes that believe like black women be angry uh anti-black shit like black women don't vote but white women do you know all this shit like i'm not all this shit all this river has many tributaries this river of bigotry that we have it has many tributaries and the thing i wanted to impress upon people that listen to this i hope if you listen to this you don't believe or agree with these kind of guys but if you are listening to this as a man i know it is difficult to be that guy nobody want to be that guy right the one that has to be like guys come on what the fuck what are y'all talking about you know and i had to be that guy a couple times a day at the gym like it's not every day i'd actually say it's pretty rare you know because uh among the people that that know me typically if i have a certain opinion they know that i it's measured thought out and, and most of the time i present it in a funny way so they they're a little less defensive when i bring up certain shit like like for example also at the gym today one of the guys that plays ball with us uh his friend is named there's like four guys named cj at the court right one of his friends is named cj when they come in together he always signs cj up with them right so i call the guys now like yo blank you're up and uh oh your cj is up too 
and you know because there's three cjs in there today and he goes man why you gotta say it like that rod every time i was like because y'all come in together and that's your homeboy cj and he's like but he's not mine i mean you don't have to do that man you know what it sounds like i said it only sound bad if you homophobic i said are you and he was like nah i was like what in your cj let's go get the fuck on the court <laughs> like what the fuck like you just wasted more time trying to prove that some to some type of imaginary like it's like there's some of us sitting around like you know they gay now because they signed a list together like everybody signs a fucking list of their friends get the fuck on the court like <laughs> if they want to call justin my justin if there's like four justins in there i get it like what i'm gonna be like well i guess i gotta go fuck them in the back room now <laughs> you know the rules that's what it says you know but that was a lot less uh confrontational because i just made a joke out of it and even in this conversation it wasn't confrontational because i was assertive i do believe what i'm saying i'm presenting reasons for why i believe what i'm saying and both of the guys kind of backed down and it was like well yeah i'm a uh you right man we do need to vote you know and i said yeah cut that shit out shitting on black women for no fucking reason that's i'm not but what scares me is that multiple times this happens all the time in my life when i go to basketball court it's mostly black people there we have some barbershop type conversations um i'm gonna tell y'all right now as a general rule of thumb um don't believe black men that tell you that these these attitudes are anomalies right watch your back watch your fucking back because those niggas are lying to your face i've had people do it to me before i've had people try to act like i was saying some crazy shit like oh niggas don't really really well maybe the people you know a lot of motherfuckers talk like this because that's what patriarchy and misogyny does it insulates us with privilege so we have conversations where we expect the general tenor of the room to be like yeah um black women ain't shit um uh they better put some clothes on if they want my respect or white women better or whatever like that shit is not some far-fetched thing i just made up in my mind it happens all the time and niggas will lie to your face and be like it never happens i'm shocked that people talk like that stop paying attention to those guys on the internet that's not just some internet shit Mm -mm, that's in real life that's some real life shit like niggas talk like that they just are some of them happen to be stupid enough to leave a trail of that shit on the internet but there's a reason those guys are surprised when they get pushed back on that shit in a lot of cases because a lot of those black dudes are like i've never gotten pushed back on saying something like these females need the blankety blank until i got on twitter they go off twitter boom females fine nobody checks shit um so anyway my point being like i know there's a pressure when you know better and you know something's wrong but you're in a social situation and you don't want to be the one that makes the needle skip okay i've been there um but i highlight sometimes when it happens it happens a lot um depending on the situation some people it's just they're hopeless and me and justin will mock the fuck out of them on the sideline and it's fun every week um and we never let we'll never let that stop us that they won't come around because it is still fun to mock them but in just in general um sometimes when you know better man it there is a responsibility and i and i feel that way only because how many of us as black men that that's what i'm talking to sis at black men right now how many of us sit around and wish or admonish people for not doing it but we kind of wish that people that were claiming to be allies and understanding struggles for us would step the fuck up and say the right thing when there are situations where their voice can carry some weight and we watched them not 
and 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 get disappointed time and time again you know to the point where we now have like the running gag of you surprised you shocked because we never are shocked because we're because people with privilege will constantly bow out of this shit you know like i don't have anything to lose by these niggas um i mean the most i'm I'm gonna lose these niggas thinking i'm weird or uh, i'm a buzzkill because i brought up like yo man don't say that kind of shit around me but you shouldn't say it in general right maybe i lose a little bit of cred that way but honestly i don't want the respect to somebody that thinks it's cool to say that shit like and i always and i don't want you hanging out with me like i wouldn't kick it with you if that's the way you get down like well i guess we can't be too tight you know so you at the basketball court have no animosity towards you i'm not gonna hurt you i don't I'm not gonna yell at you i'm not angry with you but certain niggas don't vibe with you you know and you just can't vibe with them but i'd rather be vocal when i can be vocal about that kind of shit than the opposite way of going along to get along and pretending to be shocked when people say shit like niggas men are trash or black men are the white people are black people and shit like what people often feel like these conversations come out of nowhere but they skip over a litany of experiences that they have that they've just bypassed they just look past and i know that there's people that are uncomfortable with me saying this but this show is for me and karen i'm going to talk about this shit um the things that happen in our lives i don't care who's listening Uh, i'm not trying to press anybody i'm not trying to like uh there's no um uh (laughs) i'm not worried that white people gonna hear this and oh you're talking out of pocket like i really don't give a fuck about them right now this is a conversation for us you know and i don't need white people chiming in on the shit either like you don't save your letters but this shit is important because when we talk about the things that we want out of life that we really don't have the access to change but we need some help these are the moments that i'm like if i can't make this moment happen for me how the fuck i'm gonna expect some white dude who's interviewing um i don't know some somebody that we all think is like low-key problematic right so let's say it's uh roseanne roseanne is doing an interview and we watch a white person interview her on msnbc and they ask her the most softball questions and then they they close the segment and it's like a fucking pr uh it's like a p it's like a press release right how can i sit up here and be like yo that's fucked up why didn't you ask them about this shit why didn't you call her out on her racism when i would sit there in the room with some dudes talking about fuck black women or fuck gay people or that and i'm sitting up there just going haha that's just how i be you know hey 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 he's still a good guy you know i wouldn't say anything bad about the brother you know like nah i have to at least challenge it you know i'm not asking people to be perfect because i'm not perfect and i definitely am not necessarily beholden to the black and white of good and bad that kind of exists mostly on the internet i'm not really into that but i am into the fact that if i do think you're a friend if i do think you're an acquaintance that's um, uh reachable amenable to being talked to um if i'm gonna let you be in my presence then i value my opinion in my space as well well that shit has to flow both ways so if you bring some of them isms over here we're gonna have to talk about it you know i can't make you do anything only thing i can do is decide to be around you or not be around you i'm not anybody's keeper i'm not anybody's father any of this shit right i'm an elder statesman compared to these two dudes they were younger than me but even if they were the same age as me i've had people that i just don't kick it with no more it ain't the end of the world you know but that is something that i would impress upon 
especially cis-head black men that listen to this show like you listen to a lot of what we say hopefully because you do agree with a lot of things we say even if not everything be that change don't just leave it up to hey listen to this podcast but say that shit say it with your chest because oftentimes man people you'll it's been amazing to me to see how many people are will almost be shamed from me being like nah i'm actually not cool with that homophobia shit so like nah and they'll and you can see them like immediately change to adjust their peer pressure rating or whatever the fuck it is to be like well uh i mean i'm not really like that i mean my cousin is gay and i well then you shouldn't be talking like that yeah man i mean you're right you're right i'm not gonna do it no more man hey yeah cut that shit out bro it's cool like you're a cool dude and everything um you know i'm not gonna hit you or no shit like i'm not like this i'm not gonna undercut you next time you lay the ball up but like you know hey man that shit was whack you know what i mean like point blank because we definitely do that with so many other things if a nigga came in to play ball in some motherfucking jordash shoes we would be like this nigga got some whack shoes and Not none jordash. of us none of us will feel bad none of us would be like yo man you didn't have to go in on that dude you know we'd be like that nigga shouldn't have came over here no jordash if we could make like these isms that way the world would be a better place if we could just be like actually nigga you the one that's acting weird that would be some cool shit so anyway i just wanted to impress that upon people all right let's get into the the news and shit you know and i did a thread about this on twitter and uh it was kind of sad though because some black women and stuff were like thanking me and i i didn't really know how to respond you know because you're welcome that doesn't seem like the right thing to say there uh you know like i just like i don't like i don't even know what to say to that i feel sad that people feel like we're the the bar is so low we have to be thankful for somebody that's outside of a group that actually goes these niggers are people you know what i mean i get it though because like i i'm not one of these people that tries to admonish folks for feeling thankful for that shit because that's what a bar is i understand what a bar should be it ain't fucking there so like if uh john stewart says some woke shit that i agree with hey i appreciate that man use the platform to say it robert de niro says fuck trump i don't even need you to write a think piece i don't need to know exactly why you know what close enough that means you voting with me right let's do it uh robert de niro so i get it you know what i'm saying but I, i'm gonna be honest i don't know how to respond to it so i i just honestly like people say thank you i don't, I don't know i don't respond i don't say anything um but i but i do appreciate uh people taking notice and whatnot but it's to me it's more about i just hope other brothers see it and don't feel like it's impossible because we have to we have to change the tide of what the fuck it is that we call normal if we want shit to change i'm not asking everybody to be perfect just be a little bit more thoughtful you know we're not gonna have the perfect i don't have the perfect anything i'm not gonna have the perfect opinions i don't know everything you know we had two suicide two prominent suicides last week we didn't talk about them on the show because i don't know what the fuck you say about that shit i just leave it at that somebody far smarter than me that knows how to deal with that will write something and maybe i'll learn something maybe we can share that but i don't have the clarity to comment on that but i do know these things enough to know what's that shitting on black women for no reason is fucking wrong you know being homophobic and like i said it was a low-key homophobic thing but being the homophobic we could drop that right we all men we're you're either straight or you're not i don't care 
like we're just playing basketball you know like let's leave it let's leave it at home we don't got to do pause no homo and shit like that we let's just let it go man you know it's, it's corny anyway so so i'm trying to like say basically don't be afraid to there's more of us out here than you think and there's also a lot of people that are saying the wrong things because they think it's funny or cool and the second you tell them it's not funny or not cool they'll drop it you know i'm sure there's some people that'll be toxic and like they'll fucking like get even crazier and shit but even with those people i haven't had that much of a problem and y'all know i will i'll say something you know like these aren't comedians like they're not saying this shit out of their like <laughs> it's part of my act i make jokes about women like it's not like that these niggas are just that's what they believe if you don't say anything and it's so funny how many times i found out men don't even believe these things the second i'm like yo that's kind of whack they'll be like yeah i know i'll just you know i just be fucking around I'm like okay well then let's fuck around a different way <laughs> you know what i mean like let's not let's not let's not let's not fuck around and say that uh trump is the same as hillary let's not let's not make that joke when everybody's losing their fucking uh rights every day okay let's not do that and 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 typically like i said it's been greeted with um a pretty calm reaction so all right let's talk about news speaking of voting north carolina republicans want to let police view patients medical records with no warrant Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. small government right yeah they're trying to track like um people that are on what is that meth opioids yes because mm-hmm. uh, you can't prescribe meth i mean not meth but they turn those certain drugs into meth right um i think you know what i don't know enough about meth but i don't think that's how it works oh i think opioids are like their own fucking thing oh you these are you talking about painkillers okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, with yeah, you yeah. now um like meth is that shit remember <laughs> like you gotta you need like a meth lab they take like cough syrup and make oh, meth so yeah that's why when i go get the cough syrup is locked up yeah they be blowing shit up with that meth you know so the wrong drug i'm sorry yeah so um anyway uh a new north carolina bill sponsored by republicans in the house and senate will likely fall in the latter category of um i guess uh what wait latter car what did i skip a paragraph oh i did uh funnel they're finding novel new ways to funnel more people who suffer from addiction into prison so they're basically saying they're trying to use people's medical records to possibly put people in prison for having opioid addiction uh the heroin and opioid prevention and enforcement act would give police unprecedented power to sift through a person's entire prescription drug history no warrant required if they're being investigated for any drug crime so you, possession of marijuana which is still illegal here right you get half a gram of marijuana or some shit in your pocket okay let's uh check their whole medical records you should not be allowed to do that right patients records are stored in the controlled substance reporting system which tracks prescriptions to help doctors meet their patients needs current law restrictions uh restricts law enforcement access to the ba- database right and it should be it's between you and your doctor what the fuck you got to do with this imagine how these these hands off small government stay out of the bedroom stay out of your personal life republicans imagine what they could do with this power who would they target even right everybody's so sure it's gonna be the opioid folks Mm -mm. they're trying to find ways to put people in prison despite everybody wanting quote-unquote prison reform and 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 take it even a next level you know if this passes it'll be challenged someone's gonna go to jail for you know they get caught with a dime bag 
somebody goes to their medical records and says they got opioid addiction you know it's gonna get challenged it'll go to the supreme court what would this supreme court vote and say that it will be fine that that's okay a five to four or not even vote at all pass it down pass it back hey whatever your state decides is okay and then you have a landslide of states deciding this shit this is the same thing i told those guys at the gym today i said what do you think that ohio's decision really means you think that shit's staying in ohio that is precedent they are telling every state that is republican if you would like to purge your roles of people that don't vote every two years we will do that for you can do that and you and you have the grounds to do it per state every republican state is gonna pass that shit these fucking votes mattered last year man <sighs> anyway um second it opens up a person with higher history of prescription records at the pharmacy after a single drug charge arrested on suspicion of possession of a little marijuana the north carolina bill law enforcement could look at your entire pharmaceutical history without any warrant or court order do you use birth control take medication to treat depression anxiety right some shit that you don't need to know ever taking antibiotics to treat a std north carolina law enforcement would get to know all that and more and not to mention it the shit leaks right like let's say something else like let's say the police shot you you had a dime bag on you right police shot you you were unarmed um they subpoena your medical records oh no not subpoena they can check without a warrant they get your medical records um they just happen to leak out that mm, you were bipolar because they looked at your meds oh well, hey, sometimes police shoot bipolar people it's okay you know must have been having a manic attack or something they don't say you're off your meds they don't say mm, nah, nah, nah. you know they get oh well he was once treated for um uh std so i mean the motherfucker had uh, uh they were hiv positive Let's use this stigma against somebody you know uh, small government republican stuff uh global warming may make it fine harder to find vegetables according to a new study i believe that particularly with bees dying people better realize bees make everything function about 80 to 90 percent of anything that's plucked off a tree or plucked out of the ground bees has something to do with that shit a 7.2 fahrenheit increase in temperature which scientists would expect by 2000 uh by 2100 if global warming continues on its current trajectory reduces the average yields 31.5 percent for vegetables so by nearly a third uh vegetables could be lowered um now i guess this assumes without any intervention on humanity's part i don't know what humans would be able to do to adjust to this but with less water and um hotter air you're not you're gonna get less vegetables it's kind of a science Mm -hmm. when you have these uh companies uh buying acres and acres and acres of land spraying them with shit Mm -hmm. uh we a lot of the stuff we eat is probably unnatural but it's cheaper than to actually go to like your local farmer's market and shit like that because what they don't tell you a lot of times eating healthy costs more and people want to argue against that but it does it's almost like you get penalized for eating cheaper health-wise yeah, yeah I, I mean uh it's just some wild shit to consider you know and i mean that's by 2100 but that means it'll be lowering the entire time 
and then we have uh elected people that got us out of the paris climate accords and don't believe in global warming both sides the same uh email something something um ireland ends an abortion ban as a quiet revolution transforms the country that's dope ireland is voted by a landslide to liberalize this highly restrictive abortion laws in a referendum that his prime minister called the culmination of a quiet revolution in what was one of europe's most socially conservative countries voters in the once deeply catholic nation bucked the, back the change uh by two to one a far higher margin than any opinion poll in the run-up to the vote had predicted and allows the government to bring in legislation by the end of the year that is dope it's incredible for all the years and years and years we've been trying to look at the women and not been able to look at the women this means everything said mary higgins an obstetrician and together for yes campaigner um prime minister leo Varadkar, uh who campaigned to repeal the laws had called the vote a once in a generation change and voters responded by turning out in droves a turnout of 64 percent was one of the highest for the referendum all but one of ireland's 40 constituencies voted yes and contributed to the 66 percent that carried the proposal almost an exact reversal of the 1983 referendum result that inserted the ban into the constitution and the thing is it don't mean abortion stopped come on now just because right. you got this law don't mean the shit stopped you want to know what else i feel like a lot of that change has to be possible because of the internet correct like not only because of the catholic church scandals and stuff that have really become front and center since 1983 um but also just more people getting more knowledge and more culture and more stuff more exposure planes and shit you can go travel places like i feel like to a certain extent like knowledge is almost the enemy of religion in the way that we teach religion yes not that it should be but it is and it actually can work hand in hand but people are but the thing is the more knowledge you have the more you begin to question things and the more you begin to question things which means you want to step the status quo which means you want uh actually just eat what is told to you you begin to challenge it you begin to want to learn you begin to want to know for yourself religion and knowledge can actually work hand in hand truth be told but people don't want to hear that and that's why they want people dumb and illiterate and not knowing anything because the less educated you are the less likely you are to uh eat anything that's given to you yeah well the thing for me is um like literally in the bible it's like they ate of the tree of knowledge and they knew too much and these niggas lost a connection with god like it's like so much of religion is about control for people and the way that it's taught to us don't question don't do this don't think because i said so with a lot of shit and the internet and a lot of stuff has kind of been the opposite of that for a lot of people so you now have people that for the first time are like yeah i actually um don't want to like just eat what i was given i don't want to just do what i was told i actually am feeling like i'm gonna go out here and 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 do uh learn more about stuff yeah i actually don't want to have a baby i actually don't want to be a mother you know yeah but i mean people had to feel that way in 1983 too yes they did but but they felt that religious authority was ahead of their own wants it had to feel that way i agree and i feel like it's now in 2018 like it's come far enough for people to be like nah you know what i mean like i know more this is ridiculous i should have the freedom to do this i get to see how other people live more you know 
um but yeah the outcome is the latest milestone on the path for change for the country they only legalized divorce by a razor thin margin in 1995 before becoming the first in the world to uh, sorry to adopt gay marriage by popular vote three years ago Mm. wow but that's actually a lot of change in a short period of time you know um nigga 1995 mm -hmm. that was when they just legalized i found divorce divorce papers from 1979 (laughs) right right um so yeah good good for uh ireland so before that you just couldn't get divorced i guess not oh no no the man probably could divorce the woman probably couldn't leave that you know that i think that's probably what that law meant yeah um anyway i i think that's that's good for everybody i do too so dope because the thing is the better uh the society treats women the better the society is and that's hard for people to comprehend that everybody you know focuses on men and and shit like that but honestly the better women the more women are paid the more you get better maternity leave the more household runs better the more society functions better and the thing is women actually contribute a lot to society as far as education and and breaking molds and you know doing wonderful shit but you know people go well fuck half of the population they don't matter yep happens all the time um police faked 258,000 breathalyzer tests bad boys what you want to yep mm, and then people getting people wonder why people like me get fucking nervous and when the police officer's behind me i don't care what i'm doing i will actually make my next left or right turn so they're not following me 258,000 and a breach of trust uh this happened in australia the victorian police faked more than a quarter million roadside breath tests and what appears to be deliberate rules to dupe the system an internal investigation found that 258,000 alcohol breath tests were falsified over five and a half years Ooh, that's not even a long period of time Mm-mm. it represents about 1.5 percent of the 17.7 million tests that were conducted in that time police believe the officers may have been blowing into the breathalyzers themselves most likely due to laziness and need to meet targets yeah because they give them fucking quotas the new head of victoria's police's professional standards command called it a breach of community trust um i'm confident yeah. to say that that number were falsified he said to um so to wh- news. what are they going to do for the people that they arrested that had that drill time and their life taken away from them because they were arrested? i don't know that they fake positives you see what i'm saying if they were blowing in it themselves and they was faking negative results which is actually kind of scarier <laughs> you know what i mean like uh let's let this drunk dude get back on the road it's terrible terrible behavior that uh when we're the leader of the road safety in the state the transport accident commission were the first to raise concerns uh to victoria police after they found an anomaly in the data last year um it sparked the audit spikes and was like somebody check this out it sparked an audit of, of the past five and a half years of breathalyzers they found a suspicious number of breath tests that were conducted in quick succession so just somebody trying to get mm. their numbers like, all right next number two all right number three yeah had 17 people i tested today all fake all uh all, all of them it failed was like it wasn't one of them uh you know how they do like the the stop testing not the stop test but the uh 
the drunk driver thing where they be like let me check your driver's license uh, uh what's booze booze the loser type of things they have here in america mm-hmm. I, I feel like they uh I, I wonder if like every fifth one you drank like a little bit of mouthwash or something just to you know get a little reading because i don't mind yeah i mean how do you how do you get it i, I don't know since we can't tell the difference the fake tests were occurring one after another oh yeah, like, why are we getting these every three minutes right as opposed to real test you gotta get talk to the driver get out the car right you know uh do you want to take this sobriety test or do you want to like walk and take abc's you know that kind of shit um that so it's just wild the question we all asked was why there could be a number of reasons but the main rationale i believe is the high to highlight productivity whatever reason our workforce may come up with it isn't acceptable um uh, they're gonna be held accountable well mr bear said it had not led to wrongful fines or prosecution of people in the community given that no driver was actually tested so also oh, they- <laughs> ah! how will y'all get names y'all were just making names up bobby bobstein all right number two one two three four lazy lazy lane mm-hmm. <laughs> roadie road road he lives on uh over by uh off of street street after what i was like why is this name called i made this shit up mm-hmm. boulevard i see you yes! cup mm. ah yeah after a while you gonna you you know so so long you don't stop being creative with them names kanye west what is he doing in here um so yeah there is no particular station or area where the con was occurring how is that possible so what were they doing just sitting in their car blowing on the test and jotting numbers yeah but it's not one station where like oh this station decided to falsify numbers mr bear said it's widespread oh so everybody was faking these tests but they believe rural areas were overrepresented so they think highway patrol members are mostly the ones doing it Mm. Mm -mm -mm. (sighs) and because the devices aren't assigned to individual officers it may be impossible to find out which officers will falsify the test wow Mm -hmm. do you get like bonus money for every test you turn in i didn't must have a quarter like hey man i got 17 tests oh man you you whoo you're in the money today buddy <laughs> do that do it how they used to do at our heart the person get the highest uh breathalyzer test get just 20 dollars i guess so Mm-mm-mm. uh all right let's move on let's do some other stuff how about uh we can do some fucking with black people mm. i already been fucked with but cool how how so hmm well who was fucking with you oh just all them laws of carolina pass and all that shit but cool let's do some more all right here we go we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right see who's fucking with us today yes uh a man accuses lil wayne of committing a hate crime oh lil wayne denies all wrongdoing in the incident 
i know he just got that money from uh baby wait is it baby or Birdman? i don't know which one of them niggas it is uh i always get them confused i think it's baby uh but he just got his money so i mean you know that's good right i mean he uh he can afford to pay it if he has to um (laughs) if he has to uh over the weekend lil wayne was slapped with a lawsuit for allegedly punching a security guard in the face and subsequently committing a hate crime against white people in the suit obtained by tmz andrew noonmacher said no noonmacher said he was working the front door at high nightclub on sunset strip june 2016 when the rapper showed up with his crew for a bet awards at the party however things took a turn for the worse when the group started to act out now, they was with lil wayne i just it's just hard for me to believe he would do something like that i mean it's lil wayne karen finally young black rich if that don't let you know that america understand black matter these days i don't know what it is don't come at me with that dumb man my life matter especially to my mm-hmm um according to the suit the guard felt physically threatened in the rapper's presence lil wayne but he was just trying to do his job when he was met with the rapper's closed fist that little nigga hit a big ass bouncer mm. the guard said wayne also tossed a drink in his face and yelled fuck you white boy in 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 the incident which prompted his demand for twenty five thousand dollars civil penalty to be added to the assault and battery charges for the alleged hate crime but now when new documents obtained by the blast Lil wayne says aside from the fact that he did not commit a hate crime against the guard he says he didn't punch the man either so he wants the entire case thrown out although wheezy has denied all wrongdoing in the incident he and maintains he acted in a careful and reasonable manner he says that the guard voluntarily assumed a potential risk he's <laughs> look you know you knew dealing with me i was gonna be lil wayne how you gonna put this on me like i was supposed to just not hit you in your face <laughs> this is a part of the job says any injuries the guards sustained in the incident were a result of self-defense which means new mockers damages were caused by his own negligence and carelessness all right zero to 100 karen oh. yeah that's right you're playing the game zero karen says zero i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with zero yeah that's a good one nightclub accused of charging black women twice as much as white women gotta work twice as hard to get half as much so ladies get in free before 12 o'clock don't apply to, don't apply to them darkies not they said ladies not negresses okay negresses get in for twice as much before twice 10. as much and guess what twice as much after a london nightclub has been accused of charging black women twice as much as white women for entry over the weekend allegations emerged that drama a nightclub at the swanky hilton hotel on park lane charged black female patrons 20 pounds approximately 27 dollars interest fee while white women only paid 10 pounds 13 dollars to enter what's been run by those dudes i played ball with today the club describes itself on its website as a new home for the loud and vibrant and boasts of celebrity guests like leonardo dicaprio and asap rocky its tag reads except the loud expect the expect the loud expect the obnoxious expect drama mm, you got that drama all right now how you gonna expect drama but make black women pay more That's but y'all think black drama. women the most dramatic okay i've watched love and hip-hop i know the stereotype 
<laughs> why are you making them charge more they providing all the flavor on june 10th nadine marsh edwards posted on twitter my daughter went to the club in the west end last night black girls got charged 20 dollars 20 pound instant fee white girls 10 pounds london life right now her post has since been retweeted 4671 times marsh edwards confirmed in a follow-up tweet that the club in question was drama they need to be reminded that this is london 2018 not mississippi 1962 broadly was contacted mark has contacted marsh edwards to confirm her account but did not receive a reply at the time of publication but this isn't the first time that drama's patrons have accused the club of racial discrimination some mm. trip advisor users have shared similar experiences on the review site if you're black stay away one black user wrote of his visit with his wife on saturday evening may 2018 we made sure we did everything right put our names on the guest list dress smart arrived super early 10 30 p.m with ids there was around six to seven people in front of us when the doors opened at 11 p.m who who were allowed in who were all allowed in when we got to the front the bouncer checked the ids girl with clipboard asked if we were on the guest list she didn't even ask our names to check on the list we she just said we're full please step aside seven people in the club the user also claimed that another bouncer said that his white partner was allowed to enter the club so he's there's a black dude i guess with a white woman and the bouncer was like well white lady if you'd like to come in but not your black ass husband drama denied any wrongdoing in the statement we're very sorry to upset one of our guests who we have attempted to contact the club they they kill me with that bullshit we do not tolerate any form of discrimination against any individual or group we operate a non-discriminatory policy and we place a strong emphasis on diversity and inclusion the standard door charge at drama park lane is 20 pounds promotions are offered for various reasons if you're white but never on the grounds of discrimination of race color or national origin we don't believe you mm-hmm. racism is everywhere all over the world not in our club Karen. we strongly deny it just like every club strongly denies it zero to a hundred oh a uh, hundred pounds a <laughs> hundred i agree florida man sets black neighbor's car on fire because it was too flashy Would it have flames on the side? Was it a hot rod? The amount of entitlement you have to have to be like, my neighbor's car too flashy, I'm going to set it on fire. And not feel like that was out of line. He set fire to his black neighbor's car out of apparent jealousy over the flashy vehicle. Yeah, because there's no way that nigga could afford something that I can't buy as a white person. They were spinning joseph minor walked up walked up to his neighbor at a south dakota i mean daytona south daytona apartment and made racist threats against the man early sunday morning as he washed and waxed his silver 2002 mercury i hate you nigger minor told his neighbor well just come out say it just be plain about it right the neighbor ronald sweet because he was looking sweet in that car told the 56 year old minor uh had complained that he was uh flashy threatened to take care of him and his vehicle and warned his days were numbered sweet and his girlfriend went inside the apartment after the confrontation and about 10 minutes later heard an explosion outside they looked out to see minor walking away from the burning car it's absolutely a hate crime sweet said it's absolutely because because apparently we he don't like colored people he told me my days were numbered i won't be flashing anymore a police spokesman disagreed saying that <laughs> of course it's never about fucking race <laughs> i well i simply disagree sir well i don't see what's racist about that uh 
he disagrees saying the call history at minor's home over the past six months showed no pattern of behavior to indicate a hate crime and then the officer appeared to make an excuse for the racist attack the reality of it is he was intoxicated he has some mental lapse in judgment i don't give a flying fuck who gets drunk and blows up their neighbor's car i who don't they just called a nigger care who's gonna pay for my car minor denied involve, involvement in the fire but he also told police he was acting within the law because the apartment complex was unsafe due to the presence of alleged drug dealers is this death wish you can't what kind of vigilante justice is this listen there's some drug dealers out here so i am perfectly within my rights to blow up a car sir as long as nobody witnesses it you won't get in trouble for it minor said according to the police minor claimed he did not call, he was winking at the police like i mean it's not like anybody saw what happened you know what i'm saying i ain't saying i did it but ain't no witnesses so like what can really be done you know what i mean took care of your light work for you you're welcome uh as long as nobody witnesses da, da, da. Uh, he claimed he did not call the police because he didn't believe they would do anything about his concerns that's so he didn't call the police about the drug no, the drug dealers he claimed live in his neighborhood no no drug dealers live there right right you mean the the black people with nice cars um uh, officers found a scrap of wood napkin and disposable lighter in his pocket others uh another neighbor reported seeing him walk away from the burning cars and toss something into a dumpster minor was charged with arson and criminal mischief criminal mischief and police said they would investigate whether the attack might be a hate crime the negative comments he was making towards his neighbor indicate that he hates them specifically for that that could lead to some to something along those lines that we're going to charge him but we need more probable cause and more information before we can go down that avenue uh a hundred mm-hmm 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 the nothing is racist anymore even if he would have killed them it wouldn't have been racist hey man the car was too flashy man you can't be coming up in here flashing up everything now i gotta blow your shit up when i'm supposed to do just be a white man without a nice car i mean all his shit must have been in the nine nines i mean the car was in 2002 <laughs> it was he was keeping it clean waxing it you know he ain't gonna never get the money back in insurance for that ever oh that's fucked up all right now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time Ba-doop-boop. that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course uh they are racist everybody that plays the game is racist all right story number one uh a student says they wouldn't let me explain myself 18 year old student faces jail time for uploading rap parody with his high school in the title well that seems highly uh, uh improper i mean why would you put someone in jail just because they put their high school in the title of a rap song does that seem like something that should get someone in jail can no it depends on what they said michael schmidt 18 is still reaping the consequences from a freestyle rap he posted on soundcloud a few months ago on february 24th the high school senior uploaded violent track dissing some of his schoolmates and repeatedly screaming you can suck my dick one line of the song stated pull my gun kill your fucking head how you're now you're dead go to sleep 
although no one was named in smith's rap james caldwell high school the school smith attended was referenced in the title you little sluts at jchs i love you all even though you y'all hurt me and i forgive you i would never hurt you after releasing the song schmidt promoted it on twitter and snapchat <gasps> with a photo of him pointing a gun at the camera when the peers when his peers saw the tweets they became alarmed one student thought schmidt's crack was a possible threat and told her mom who then notified the school administrators and police in west caldwell new jersey soon after swat team uh, a swat team arrived on campus where although school was not in session due to it being a saturday afternoon hundreds of people were gathered in the auditorium for a music concert uh police searched the campus ground the music concert police searched the campus ground found no sign of schmidt the school eventually canceled the concert and evacuated the building schmidt Aww. was later found at a friend's house and arrested for creating false public alarm which carries a five to ten year sentence taken to jail in newark new jersey where he was placed in a protect protective custody a cell isolated from everyone most similar to solitary confinement uh the school principal jim devlin released a statement to buzzfeed news uh a student associated with our school put a violent song on soundcloud which references killing somebody shoot school shooting somebody in the head the uh, posted a picture with a gun and made a connection to girls at our school it's always about some women everyone did what they should have done on that day he continued what we did i feel 100 percent we did because it was necessary it wasn't a false alarm it was what needed to be done to make sure the school was safe smith soundcloud stunt came only 10 days after a mass shooting uh at another school come on what people supposed to think and and the, the poor people that was like this is they senior they senior concert the last time their parents are gonna get to see them perform and that shit got canceled it's been 14 weeks later he's still under house arrest facing a potential trial over a rap song that police and school officials took as a serious threat but he says it's a parody they painted me as a school shooter and that's terrifying he told buzzfeed news whenever the school shootings are happening it's scary to me that i'm being associated with that because of this rap song he insists that he calls everyone even his male friends sluts doesn't own a gun and never plan to attack the school but they don't know that yeah um so guess the race oh this is white boy all right karen's going with white let's check the chat room and uh see what you guys uh believe uh his race is um all right wankster white white saying nigga in the lyrics was the least of their concern white freestyle so whack he got to be white black uh the ll mayonnaise oh ll flavor eight white say white satire white the correct answer is and um most of you got it white One of you did miss it though. They went with black. Yeah, I mean, how you can pretend to be like, I'm surprised y'all would even think I could do this. Dog, you released a fucking song and thought it was smart to put on the internet they have to take it serious right, you put the name of the school i mean you threaten people i mean what were they supposed to think dog yeah like they it, they would have been negligent to not take it serious right and you done went up there and did some people gonna be like well y'all knew right like this some old polish and manifesto ass behavior right here homeboy Come on. uh a mother who's a bus company seven for seven million dollars for dropping her daughter five years old uh off at the wrong stop that's a grip 
a mother in brooklyn new york whose terrified five-year-old was dropped by her school bus <gasps> 10 blocks from their home is now suing oh you goddamn right <laughs> in a seven million dollar suit filed in brooklyn supreme court adrena hartzog claims that she panicked on the day in september 2015 when the school bus carrying five-year-old zaria never arrived adrena says she immediately called the little girl school the leadership preparatory ocean hill charter school but was left on hold she told the new york post everyone was going home about their day while my five-year-old was missing in the suit she claims that she next called borough transit the bus company and then she just ran the streets in search of zaria hours later she finally found a little girl screaming hysterically she was more than 10 blocks from the family's home at a busy intersection with no crossing guard yeah goddamn right out of sued you somebody could have yanked my baby snatched my baby molested my child killed my child somebody's gonna be held accountable she was crying she was worried she was scared she did not want to return back to the school the lawsuit says the bus company refused to take a complaint and wouldn't tell her the name of the driver Stuart Shaw, the lawyer who filed the suit, added, no one will cooperate with this woman. It is two years after the incident. Adrena says that her daughter has changed. She's depressed and anxious. And that after the incident, her classmates called her the lost puppy. Mm-mm-mm. That's some messed up shit, man. Uh, guess the race, Karen, of uh, this black woman. Oh, wait. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! What? This black woman? Uh, the correct answer is black. That's a, That's like... The, the big old square that you get for free, everybody. All right. Like, we got a free one. I know you are all about to miss that, but it was a black woman. <sighs> <laughs> it's been a long day, everyone. Dad, they get a motherfucking 100. We wouldn't even play the game, but that's a goddamn 100. You goddamn right somebody's going to be held accountable. Bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody should be at least one for two. Because you got one for free. But probably two for two. Uh, so let's get into the bonus round. All right. You nervous going into this one? Yep. Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> a Dallas woman said she killed her husband as he beat her cat. Oh! I heard her beat the pussy up, but this is next level. Alright. Oh, the pussy strikes again, apparently. That's not even one, but sure. Thank you. I told you mine ain't got to make sense now. Okay. A 47 year old woman is accused of killing her husband on Saturday as he was beating their cat at their home in Northeast Dallas mary harrison was arrested on a murder charge after admitting to detectives that she shot her husband dexter harrison 49 according to police news release police had responded at 6 45 a.m uh saturday to her home where mary harrison reported that she had shot her husband during the argument dexter harrison had been beating their cat during the argument dexter harrison was taken to presbyterian hospital where he died homicidal detectives um interviewed mary and um and she confessed shooting uh she remained in dallas uh county jail on saturday on uh, sunday with bail set at a hundred thousand dollars damn you think they gonna charge her with a feline only oh, i'm sorry that didn't work i meant felony but i just couldn't think of it all right <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so you ain't gonna use the music no nah, it was too bad i don't get credit for the bad ones like you yeah <laughs> i get credit for all mine good and bad y'all know why y'all came here to listen to me yeah well it ain't too bad her husband has eight more lives <laughs> all right uh karen guess the race white all right white let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race is white cat got his tongue but not hers entitlement white feline uh feline white 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 uh cat savior white white ivory um it looks like everyone's going white on this one all right well the correct answer is white yep that cat was bad luck for him it must have been a black cat um let me get her picture up for everybody um that's wild Mm -hmm. killed a whole human over a cat yep pussy will get you killed (laughs) pussy make you slap somebody Mm -hmm. uh yeah i guess it will Mm -mm -mm. um all right she did that shit yeah she looked like she did she it. looked like uh you goddamn right and i'll do it again pussy was on the chain wax apparently yes chain wax um all right we, you know what let's do one more guys yay since i blew the fucking, <laughs> you gave you gave us a freebie i blew that one jesus so unlike me uh let's see how about um uh this one new york Pol- new york police department uh cops face a uh, possible discipline after posing with a g-string clad uh with g-string clad strippers are that classes of strippers they couldn't resist this frisky neighborhood cop stopped four female officers from the 33rd precinct in washington heights including at least two from its neighborhood policing program faced possible discipline for posing with two nearly new g-string clad male strippers at a senior center of mother's day event oh not the senior center <laughs> <laughs> were they passing that bag with two <laughs> i don't know they they went up in there they was like stand up in it hey <laughs> must have finished watching uh that shannon tatum movie and shit something something's Mag- happening that magic mic <laughs> oh man that'll make you slap somebody <laughs> yes it will um uh, yeah uh in the photo all four cops flash wide smiles as they lean into the stripper's buff bar with one gleefully pointing to his g-string as a second stripper wearing a sailor hat dances in the background yes dances sailor hats mm-hmm a nypd recruit he gonna uh, send them sailing a nypd recruit recruit appears to have taken the picture uh two cop uh two of the cops are identified by sources at the neighborhood coordination offices as amber guzman and natalie lebron the That's uh yeah the photo was taken may 13th at the annual mother's day celebration i mean mom's gotta have life too now and quickly celebrate circulated through nypd over the weekend and listening plenty of smirks what were they thinking Chuck, chuckled one police source sergeant jessica mcrory a police spokeswoman spokesman said the cops weren't aware the strippers would be present at the event oh but they didn't mind they definitely took this picture next to this dick though like mm-hmm, but look at this dick though 
what that dick do the senior uh certain the senior center participants encourage the officers to pose for the picture the commander officer is aware and will address the incident at the precinct level it's funny because you know you got male cops out here raping people and shit but the women cops is in trouble just for hanging around some dick uh the officers defended it saying uh, the third third precinct defended the officer saying it was all harmless fun i mean at least they didn't have to stop frisk nobody i mean you could see if they was packing anything right everyone having a good time there it's not like the cops are the ones stripping come on how does that not make the cops more endearing they're they're having a good time with the people there neither guzman nor lebron responded to emails guzman avoided a news reporter to uh and went to the precinct station house uh neighborhood policing is uh one of the cornerstones of da 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 uh so yes guess the race of these women taking a picture with these strippers black she got lebron in the last name i'm assuming all lebrons are black ah <laughs> check the chat room see what they believe the strippers must have been packing oh white officer fired because the camera worked black fans of better call tyrone slong black oh. harmless fun white black uh the correct answer is and i would have accepted brown as well but all the women were black and brown Some of you did miss it though. Okay, we had a couple people go white. I don't actually know what songs play in the women's strip club. I I don't either, but if I ever meet a white LeBron, I know the world has changed. Mm, that's a good point. Um but yeah is the picture showing yet yes it is look how surprised look how happy they ought to be next to them cocks and good god yeah that one in the middle i mean what is he packing in there (laughs) good god (laughs) they had to know no wonder she didn't have to stop and frisk nothing i like that it was i like that it was at a at the mother's day senior center event Oh, what are they up to in there i don't know oh my god you walk up in the senior center to see grandmama hey <laughs> why you going in that wheelchair old woman <laughs> turn my oxygen up hey what's grandmama in there doing why she taking so long to come out of the lobby no <laughs> what's that song back there what's up with that walker why that walker moving like that <laughs> why do you see my dick hey bitch <laughs> all right all right we gotta we gotta wrap up <laughs> that party was lit dog I'm just tripping because it's a it's a black woman it's a black woman with a, it's an old black woman with a church hat and some sunglasses on in the background. Wow. She did not come for that, honey. She probably had her Bible in her hand going, "What is this?" Yeah, you fall for that shit if you want. She came exactly for that. Bible didn't exactly tell what me she this came for. Ha- you know what? She came for one thing of it, but she stayed though. She was like, mm. "That ain't nothing but a disguise." You ain't fooling me, old lady. 
put on a church hat, some sunglasses, don't want my babies to know maybe, I'm up maybe in no, here. Maybe when nobody recognized me if they decide to take them pics and mm-hmm. put them on face. The, the Lord book, made the it. The book of the face. The Lord made it. And it was good. Mm-hmm. Three men were arrested on Friday for allegedly using a sword to steal a man's motorbike. Um, the victim saw them with a sword and ran off, leaving his bike behind. Smart man. Yeah! After receiving a complaint, police officials from the municipal police force worked with the district police to raid the guest house where three suspects lived, arrested them the same day, and confiscated two motorbikes, including the one that was allegedly stolen. Oh, shit. So at least they caught them. Uh, they were released from prison about three months ago, serving time for another robbery. Well, grand opening, grand closing. Uh, apparently uh all right guys that's it man oh, somebody says uh the old lady with the hat called them strippers by their real name you know she ain't she ain't calling them by their stage name that's because she called them up there she be a frequent you know she got fucking every 10th visit is free <laughs> i mean you can't you make it that you make it to that age man you got a little bit of she looked at him social like, security every week i know every she month. looked at him like mr mandango i'm that's not your name jim <laughs> jim come over here and swing them nuts around let's go all right <laughs> yeah so she gave she gave them candy out of her purse yeah she at the bottom the church candy that the the, the <laughs> suckable candies you know you know they tips was changed because you know they ain't got no dollars here's a butterscotch for you baby thank you so much for coming down here on my mother's uh, day yeah celebrate you with made me. my day baby now go ahead and let me shine them cheeks up baby Woo! turn around i hadn't felt this warm in a long time oh it's the goddamn cops oh god oh never mind they coming in to take pictures it's fine let me just slide she was in the back looking like she got warrants you know she was like oh damn miss Mar said i used to change your diaper (laughs) that's exactly what they said i used to babysit you jerome i I knew your daddy now how your mama doing is she good okay mm-hmm. well i'm glad to see that everything is going good over there because you're looking young and spry mm-hmm lord knows you know your mama had them drug problems and stuff uh when she was coming up with you but i'm glad you're doing okay baby okay so just go ahead and bend over and touch them cheeks (laughs) i told you to tip you well baby i'm gonna take care of you okay Mm -hmm. all right that's it man we'll talk to y'all i'm a pro at this young man just sit just relax (laughs) we'll talk to y'all next time till then i love you i love you too